everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 232 and today's topic is the final season of Snowfall season 6 episode 6 titled Concrete Jungle. The description reads, Franklin braces for fallout, Kane seeks revenge. It was very short and sweet. We about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer for next week, and I have a sleeper for you guys. And this sleeper, you know, my sleepers are always, <clears throat> you know, in the style of Joe Button, the Pie Father. Shout out to Joey. But this sleeper is definitely dedicated to Miss Louie. So y'all hang on tight for that sleeper, because I'm dedicating that song to her. This this episode, Snowfall, 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 you did it again. You did it again, and we love Listen. Real quick, if y'all need to get in touch with me, Facebook Alicia Shanice, Instagram Alicia Shanice Reviews, email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You guys already know. You can hit me up if you have any recap requests, with that being a TV show, a movie, a docu-series, or an album, a music album. Hit me up. It could be inbox, DM, or email me. If you have any business or brand that you want me to shout out, please hit me up. I would love to shout out your business, your brand, your music, whatever you have working on. You guys know I don't charge for, you know, to show love back, to um, get your recap request out. I love whom loves me and I show love back to who shows love to me. So just hit me up. All of the um, descriptions there in the description box, all of my links of how to get in touch with me. And don't forget. Um, that I have fire ass music playlist because y'all know my music, my music ears, they go long range. So if you, you know what I'm saying, listen to me on Spotify, all you got to do is type in Shanice loves, click on the profile picture and it takes you to all of my music playlists and I have every genre. And if you listen to the pod on, um, Spotify, can you please hit that little follow button for me, please? So I ain't even going to hold y'all up. This episode was a lot. I'm emotional. <laughs> I'm emotional. So we about to get into it. We about to talk Uncle Jerome. We we about to talk Uncle Jerome. So sit back and let's get into the show and talk some snowfall. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice. And I'm just coming in and check in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy, as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit tbookedit, T-B-B-O-O-K-E-D-I-T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. 
let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. She's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. goes out to you. got me emotional please y'all listen if y'all my day one listeners <laughs> y'all know snowfall is my favorite show and y'all know i love me some uncle jerome so forgive me if i'm a little extra and a little emotional okay it opens up we see teddy he calling julia he calling her in the middle of the night he warning her that it's been a vital threat on her life her and little paul he tells her that his father was murdered. And she like, what? You know, she waking up, she halfway sleep. Now in the beginning, no, season five, it looked like Julia had remarried, but she was in the bed by herself. Now y'all should remember Julia. Julia played a big part um, in this show at the beginning, just from, you know, she didn't have too many big parts, but the part she did, it was detrimental of what happened to franklin you know um she is in the cia as well so she she is she is actually she is in all the way in the cia she was uh put to a desk after what she did when she tried to blow up teddy's operation but remember if it wasn't for julia 
Andre would have never got the drop on where Franklin uh, house was at and got all that information of him working with the CIA and he would have never killed Andre. And then, you know, if he would have never killed Andre, Melanie would have never shot uh, Franklin. So Julia played a big role. So I was happy to see them bring her back for the final season. Now, remember, she is a CIA officer as well. Now, she ends up listening to Teddy and she like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Me and Paul, we a dip out, you know, but we know she, she we're going to see her again. And remember, she never wanted Teddy to do this op. She was totally against it from the beginning. She thought it was wrong. So after he gets off the phone with her, he talks to his boss, Stephen. He tell, um, Stephen just kind of tells Teddy, like, look. I understand, you know what I'm saying, you won't pay back. I get, you know, how you must be feeling. I know you and your dad weren't close, but even with the relationship like that, you know, that's hard on people. So, you know, Stephen feel for him at all, but Stephen is about protecting the agency. So he tells him, like, if you get your get back, you need to make your moves very, very smart because you are not going to compromise this company. So Teddy pretty much knows where he stands because if he does anything to blow it up even more, the agency just going to get rid of him and write him off and put all the blame on him like he was just nothing. And they will do that. They will definitely do that. And, um, <laughs> yeah, Stephen had to let uh good old Teddy know the deal. So it cuts to the next scene, and we go to Flagstaff, Arizona. We get the airport scene with Cassandra, and she's urging Veronique to leave. She like, look, I got passports. Me and you can raise this baby. Let's just tell him we need to get away and take off, and we will never see him again because this man he is unhinged. Did you just see what the hell he just did? <laughs> so. As she's trying to talk, you know, to her daughter, um, Franklin walks up and Cassandra, she gives him her little plan that they're going to leave for a while. And Veronique just stands there for a moment and he like, is this what you want, V? And, you know, we got to give it to V. She stood tall. She stood tall by her man. And she like, look, my dukes, I hear what you're saying, but you might see a monster. But I see a man who's just doing what he has to do. And he always put me first, not like you on how you raised me running from uh, city to city, to state to state, country to country, running scams, leaving me in jail, you know, just doing all sorts of things. So you wasn't a good parent. So Franklin grabs that suitcase and he just gives Cassandra's that hard stare. He like, come on, baby. <laughs> Now, I was reading some comments and I said, my girl, Veronique, she just can't win. Now, if she would have hopped in the, um, you know, and took off with her mom, people would have been like, I knew she was fake. I knew she wasn't there for Franklin. I knew this, but she stood tall for her man. And now everybody calling her stupid. Hell, Veronique says she want to raise her baby with her man. But, you know, her mom did make really good valid points. Like, this man just killed the CIA officer uh, father. He will He will never be free. He will never be free, but V want to stand next to her man. So it goes to the next scene 
And all we see is Detective Moreno going off on Oso. It looks like he is pissed, you know, about the bus going bad where Teddy had moved the stash house. So they weren't able to do that. But we can't hear what he's saying. We can just see that he is going off. But in the next scene, Oso goes home and he tells his girl everything about him getting pulled every which way. From the CIA with Teddy to the DEA with Moreno to the KGB with Ruben, you know, pressing him at the bar. And, you know, he, he just, he also is just stuck, you know, every direction is pulling him. And she tells him like, look, you need to take Franklin offer into consideration, you know, give him Teddy, take the money and, and let's leave. He offered you 10 mil. Let's take the money and just leave. Cause you ain't going to win. You was not going to win. And I keep telling y'all in my personal theory, my opinion, also, his demise will be at the, by the hands of Teddy. He's definitely going to be murdered by Teddy, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. So, it goes to the next scene, and we got Louie. She is still at the house. She's panicking because can nobody find up. Jerome, he, he, he took off. He was upset. And then, you know, as she's yelling at all her security and going off, you know, we hear Uncle Jerome pull up. We see he's still drunk. He crashed in a goddamn car. He been crying. He come in with his little fifth, <laughs> his little fifth Hennessy, you know. And big homie come in the house like, look, I'm out. I'm going on a plane tomorrow. I'm going to Jamaica. I'm done selling crack. I'm done killing people. I'm done getting shot at. I'm done going to war with my own family. He like, the money ain't worth it, Lou. The money ain't worth it. And he tells her that she was broken. And it ain't no making her happy. She don't know how to be happy. He, he was a fool for even trying to fix her. So, you know, she just sitting there. She's shaking her head. She's like, you don't mean that. You know, she already thinks she's Jerome Handler and shit. So, Unc, like, you know what? You saying I don't mean that? But this the realest shit I ever told you. And that scene was beautiful between Joseph Amen and Angela Lewis. Like, they pulled the emotion. You felt it. You felt it. You felt it. Like, I can't stand Aunt Louis, but Angela Lewis, she plays that damn part. And Uncle Jerome, you know, Joseph Amen, he played that part. You know, he just brought, we're we going to talk about, we're going to talk about Uncle Jerome some more, but I, I loved it, this scene, because it was like, he finally said everything that the viewers have, has been wanting him to say, like he loves her and he never wanted to be in the game. He never wanted to be in the game, you know? So we get to the next scene and Franklin, he pulls in front of the projects and V, she just sitting there, V ain't saying a damn word. You know, normally she'd be trying to do some meditation and telling him to breathe in, breathe out. V ain't saying a word. He just grabs her hand, kisses her on her hand like, you made the right choice. <laughs> she just looks at him. You know, normally Veronica say something. She'd be like, did I make the right choice? Do you love me? Franklin, what's the end? V one saying shit. After she seen the way he sliced and diced the teddy daddy up. V is sitting there quiet as I would be too if I was her. So we go into the um into Leon's house. And you know, Franklin feels Mama Sissy Wanda, all of them in on you know what's going on. He like, um, now Teddy wants us as bad as we want him. So, you know, 
clearly Franklin knows what he's doing. You know, it seemed like a reckless move that he made because he didn't keep his father alive to hold the bait over him. But Franklin, he 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 has unhinged Teddy because now Teddy is all raveled up. So Mama Sissy, like, you know what? You do what you got to do. But I'm not staying in no hotel under no fake name. I'm not staying, you know, at your stash house. I'm going to stay right here at these projects. And Leon basically like, let his ass come to the projects. We're going to light his ass up and we're going to protect Mama Sissy. So Franklin, he too tired. He tell him he exhausted. He he can't even argue. He like, you know what? He know Mama going to be good with Leon. Uh, he, he just, he like, you know what? I'm, we about to go. So he grabbed V. Leon just looking like what the hell mama sissy looking tired mama sissy is tired she like I ain't running nowhere Teddy come let him come so we go into the next scene y'all and we see Teddy now Teddy shows up at Ruben's house and I didn't know where this was going I didn't know I'm like damn you know what I'm saying what is about to happen with this because I'm gonna need okay I'm gonna need Ruben to step it up a little bit. I don't know why Ruben let him in. He did search him. He had his gun on him. And at first, I'm thinking like when he got to making that coffee, I'm thinking he was gonna, you know, drug drug him. But they kind of Ruben just sat there and let Teddy do all the talking. Cause he 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 steady he steady throwing, you know, little mild threats and then, you know, taking shots at him at the same time. Like you know what I'm saying? You just need to take whoever size 10 shoes that is in your closet and leave it. Just go be free. Go live your life and be who you want to be. So that was a shot at Ruben and his sexuality. But, you know, Ruben, he didn't really say nothing. But all I'm, all I'm thinking is like, it's crazy watching Ruben on my favorite show, which is Snowfall, because I'm so used to seeing him on my other favorite show, which is Narcos. And Narcos and Snowfall go hand in hand. Narcos is showing you on how all the cocaine was was prepped, prepared. <laughs> how you know what I'm saying? How they organizations was over there in Colombia and Mexico and got over here. And then what goes to Snowfall and it's showing you what it did over here. So they go hand in hand and they are just two perfectly written shows. Narcos and so far they go hand in hand and i'm just so used to seeing uh him play as as el chapo and he's just such a badass you know what i'm saying he he down for whatever so just letting teddy just walk in his house and threaten him and walk out calmly i know it's a different show but i'm gonna need ruben to pull some of that inner chapo shit out and fuck teddy up because you know what i'm saying he looked this off just letting teddy walk in his house be all calm, throw little shots, walk out like next time I see you, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need Ruben to, to step it up. Cause if not, what y'all write him in the show for? Cause he ain't, he ain't did nothing so far, but kill Ivy and we love Ivy. So we get into the next scene and Jerome and Louis, they talk, they talk straight up. It's a new day. He's sober and, and they talk and they keep it real with each other. and she comes clean and she like you know what I knew going over Franklin's head would upset him but I never imagined it would come to what it came to with y'all being on opposite sides of the gun and Teddy stealing his money and you know Jerome declares 
his love for her. He like, I have done everything for you, but I can't do it no more. I got to go. And and she, she says they did have everything. They had everything. They had the money. She finally had got the club. Remember, that's all she wanted in season one. In season two was Claudia's club. Louis is power hungry. And that that's her downfall. And she goes on to say about how, you know, she run the business, but all their customers and everybody sees is just her just being a woman. They have no respect for her. They look at her just like his little bitch, like he the one who is the muscle or the power. And I'm just like, if this hoe ain't all about her ego, bitch, stop. You got a motherfucking husband who loves you. He worshiped the fucking ground you walk on. And now your selfish ass, he got in the game for you. And then when y'all finally came up, he tried to pull you out. Like we got everything. You got the club. I got Jim and Rose. What more do you want? You divided him with him and his family. You doing too much. You got this nigga Officer Buckley in your business with his crackhead. I mean, like, Louie, listen. Louis selfish and all of this is about self-worth she says and he like is it worth dying over and she like possibly well look look what you lost now Louis look what you look what you lost now oh but I forgot Louis don't think this her fault she think it's Franklin fault so we're gonna get to Louis we're gonna we're gonna talk some more about Louis with her selfish ass so and I just want y'all to just go back to season one episode one and look at Miss Louis on that couch listen we go and sit in well scully actually pages um her so jerome decides he like you know what you need to go clear your head decide if you come into jamaica or not with me because you know what i'm saying i'm out i'm gonna go do the drop for you and go clear your head cleopatra so it cuts to the next scene and we have teddy and parissa they have a a pointless conversation that we really did not need and she is annoying the way she just sits there smiling looking looking all just crazy and this fool is unraveling everything just turned her on i'm just like you know (laughs) i liked it julia better than parissa even though julia pulled some snake shit i liked it julia better than parissa so i mean it seems like teddy is falling in love with her but um is he basically like you know he tired of giving up everything for the agency so he might just take the money and leave and that turned her on right there so we get into the next scene after leaving that pointless scene and we see Oso and franklin meet up and i like when they team up together Oso and franklin they go back so they decide to work together with franklin giving him one million up front and you know what I'm saying the contact information to reach top notch so he can get some passports so him and his family can get out of Dodge. And also it's like, Franklin, if I do this, I need for you to kill Teddy because it's not even about me. I ain't afraid of what's going to happen to me. You know, I don't want to die, but it's more about my family. I want to protect them kids. I want to protect my woman. That's how that's how also saying he like, you know, this is Teddy. He is he is a trained killer. And Franklin, he all for it. He like, you know what? You asking me to do something I do for free, you know? So I'm hoping everything goes okay, but it's not. I, it will be no happy endings in this show. And I, I, my strong belief is also will, will go down by the hands of Teddy. But I am happy to see that they partnered him and Franklin together again. 
And I don't even think Oso gonna betray Franklin. I just think Teddy gonna catch on. So we get into the next scene and we go to the stables and we got Queen Louie. She is there. She gives her gun to her security as she hops on her horse to go for her little ride to clear her head. And she takes off like the world is hers. So Kane's goons, they come up shortly. They get the shooting and... <sighs> The way that horse took off and flung her ass down, <laughs> I was dying laughing. But they they get her and you know uh, take her back to Kane because remember he 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 said it. They said it last episode. He wanted her brought alive. So Kane calls Frankie, tells him you know he caught a big fish and asks him does he want to come take a look. Then he walks over to Louie. She all tied up and shit. And I. I don't know with Kane. I just like the way Kane tells stories because he be all calm and shit, and he just be smoking his cigarette. So he tells her about his girl threatening to leave him. He like you know normally I could just sweet talk her, tell her everything gonna be okay, pull the panties to the side, show her how bad you know I need her. But the argument earlier, it didn't go like that. So Louis just. Louis just sitting there. She, you know, she, she, Louis was holding her on. I ain't gonna lie. Louis was holding her on, but he kept asking her where Buckley was at. She didn't tell him. He like, okay, he take a little puff of his cigarette. He asked where Buckley at again. She didn't tell him. He took another little hit of that cigarette, did a little chuckle and kicked the shit out of her like he was playing kickball. I was like, damn, you want a kickball game, my dude? But when I say he kicked her and then kicked her again and then kicked her again and she started throwing up, I'm like, dang, you know, I don't like Louie at all, but dang, you know what I'm saying? That like it hurt, okay? So Franklin pulls up shortly after. And you know what I'm saying, dude, go to search him. And Franklin, like, look, I got a gun. I'm not giving my gun up. Can't call up me. So if y'all, if he want to see me, I walk in the way I am or I leave. It is what it is. So they let him in there. And when Franklin walk in, we get a whole nother story from Kane. Y'all know Kane and his cigarettes and his stories. This story we learned that Kane was raised on a farm, black farmers. And now he didn't want to hurt the cows, but it was good for the farm, you know. And then we see a, a beaten Louie. And by this time, she, she, she's been beaten up. And, and it, like I said, Louie was holding her own. And then it was like when Franklin walked in, she kind of had a point to prove as well. So as Kane's story proceeds, and he's talking about, you know, branding the cow. Louis just kind of looks at Franklin and they had that stare off. And Kane, he on by now he on like his 90th cigarette. And he asked Louis one more time. He like, where Buckley at? Now this time, this this now, now by this time, she got a point to prove. Franklin is in there. She just said she tired of looking weak, like you know, a little woman. So she decides to spit on Kane. And Kane goes to Brandon, that goddamn K on her chest. And Franklin, he just kind of looked and you could see Franklin, he, he kept that look, but you could see he felt that, you know, he felt that and he felt a little bad for it, but he, he kept that look like it didn't bother him. 
So Louis still won't talk. She done got branded twice. Got a big K on her chest and everything. And K like, okay, you hardcore, you hardcore. So, you know, I got the homies fresh out the joint. It's time for them to come pay a trip. So Franklin asked for a minute with auntie. They give him their little space. And he tells her, like, look, just give up Buckley and go ahead and pray for a quick death. And she tell him, like, you know what? You did this to me. So she's still blaming, frankly. She she takes no accountability. She takes no accountability. And now she want to say she going to help him get Teddy. Like, I'll take you to Teddy. But Franklin, like, no, I'm good. I'm already on top of that. So he leaves out. And as he's riding, he, he gets to feeling bad. Because you can see when he was when he was torturing Louis, Franklin felt that. You know, he, he don't like her. He don't mess with her. But that was still his auntie for all them years. And then he thinking about Uncle Jerome. So as he's riding, he gets to feeling bad. He paid his unk. And unk, he down at the bottom. So he don't even respond. He just ignore it. And then it cuts to the projects, and we see Leon, he getting his hair braided. He he getting the projects back in order, telling everybody how he's about to do this and do this. And then Wanda come out telling him a frantic Franklin is on the phone. So Leon ended up getting a hold of Uncle Rome, and Jerome loses it, loses it. He gets to call him Buckley, who is in the damn car getting rocked up. All I can say is Louie damn near losing her life protecting this motherfucker. He just sitting there. He high. He put the damn head back like he just in space. I'm like, God, really, Buckley? Jerome head ass. I already knew when Jerome asked him last week, you, you getting high, nigga? Jerome, you knew he was getting high. That was a dumb question. So Jerome pulls up with Scully and his crew. And the way how um, Scully looked, <laughs> looked at Leon, I'm like, oh, shit, Scully about to resort back. He's seen Leon, even though they didn't seen each other after that anyway. They they was all at Louis and Jerome's wedding. And, you know, Scully is a changed man, but, you know, we know that Leon did take out his daughter and, um, you know, his baby mama. So, you know, we got Leon and Franklin, they strapping up. We we get the standoff that we have been seeing with Jerome and um Franklin and Franklin just he don't have no fucks to give either he 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 walks up to the gun put it up to his head like shoot me then or do you want my help we can go get your wife cause she about to get gang banged on so Unky does calm down and you know they all head down to where Kane is at so the dude Ricky on guard all Ricky want to do is just smoke read his book. He like, why would I even want to go in there and run a train on a hoe who all bloody and crying? Now, the other dude, he just ignored as hell. He like, shit, me and every other nigga want to go in there and do that. Now, to be fair, this was very, 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 very brutal. And I, I did feel bad for Louie. But um, I'm happy that they did this scene because it's realistic. Dudes do this all the time, especially like in that world. Like if you ever watch Narcos, um, Pablo and them used to do this all the time. Even um and then it's uh it's 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 wrong of course but I that's one thing I like about Snowfall it's just authentic so I I like that they implement stuff like this in the show because this is what goes on and they'll even do men like that if you go back to the beginning of Snowfall remember when um what was that crazy dude named the one I couldn't stand Car Car Carvel when he did Lenny like that 
when he bent them over, you know what I'm saying, took his manhood. Um, even if you watch Narcos, when the stripper girl was trying to get a gotcha and then they wanted information from her, they all took her back there and took turn by turn. Like, so they, they do do this and it's wrong and it's, you know, that is just so wrong. But this is, this is something that they do, you know, even to men when they want information, you know. So, um... He calls the goons over there, and then Kane, he ends up walking in. He got, you know, Pimpin' Percy who walks in behind him, and Kane just stands there. By this time, he on his 100th cigarette. Now, Franklin, he rolling back up there because, you know, he got to play it off. He got Uncle Rome in the back, and, you know, Franklin just rolls in. You know what I'm saying? And at this time, Louie is just, she has been just, this is before the pimp walked in there, Pimp and Percy. And she is just beat. Like they, they, they tortured her. They tortured her, but she still wouldn't give a Buckley. The whole scene was just gruesome, y'all. It, it, it was gruesome. And, you know, I thought it was bad when, when Jerome beat in beat in black diamond but damn like they torture louie they torture louie but like i said Franklin, he come back he coming in he like he just want to kick it kane tells you know dude he like you know man have your fun he go up there he got another cigarette lit up he go to watch the show now at first louie try to talk to him she like hey he ain't tell you i am that bitch i'm a loaded bitch but 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 pimp Percy he ain't trying to hear all that you know what I'm saying pimp Percy ain't trying to hear all that so then she tries another method and she gets to calling him out about you know was he turned out you know she get to looking at them scars like I bet you didn't suck more dick than them hoes you pimp out you know so she go to, she still Louis was holding her on Louis we don't like Louis but we got to give we got to give credit where credit is due Louis was holding her on and she wasn't backing down. And uh whew. so you know the pimpin' Percy, he go back to talking stuff. But when this fool said, Y'all, somebody sprinkle a rubber on me so I don't catch that 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 die slow. I said <laughs> I said die slow. My mouth just <laughs> and he said, Somebody sprinkle a rubber on me so I don't catch that die slow. I said, This motherfucker. Uh, now who about to sprinkle the rubber? Oh, ne- never mind. Oh, okay, Pimp and Percy, we we see you, sir, and we see your curls. So, Franklin, he walks Ben in, and we they got that that KRS one playing in the background. The bridge is over. The bridge is over. I'm like, oh shit, so eighties. And um, but when when they was playing the music and when he was walking in, like he wanted to pour a drink and just kick it, you could hear Louis screaming, like you know what I'm saying. They was violating her then, so I'm like, did she get violated? You know. I don't know, because if you go back and listen, you heard her screaming like crazy. So, you know, by the time dude turn around and he tell him Kane left, Jerome and Franklin, they just get the bussing. Now, they they shooting. It's a shootout. Everybody's shooting. Jerome sends Franklin to get Leon. And I was hoping wasn't nothing going to happen to Leon because I, I don't think Leon going to make it. But we see it was Ricky. Ricky, um, he ended up coming back and he was the one dead in the car. Leon killed him. So after they hear all of the the shots, they all get the spraying in there and, you know, Percy, he get popped. 
Jerome shoots to the door, killing his ass. And Kane grabs Louie. We get a little standoff. And Kane go to talking like, look, OG, we from the same cloth. You know, let's just, you came after me. I came after you. You came after me. Let's just call it even. I go my way. You go your way. You can have your little bitch back. He even kissed Louie. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kane was doing a bit much. And, you know, it don't take, you know, it don't take much to set Jerome off, especially when you messing with his Louie. She she just telling Jerome, like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And all of a sudden, they just get to shooting at each other. Kane goes down. Then the camera goes on Jerome, and we see he's shot in the chest. And he just kind of stands there for a minute, like, holding his heart. And then he goes down. Then Louie, shout out, to, shout out to Joseph Amon and Angela Lewis. The way how she got over him and got the screaming. Oh, my God, y'all. I was crying. Leon came in crying. Scully came in like he had been shot. He crying. Franklin come in. All Franklin can say is, yo, yo, um, to take a few more steps. He grabbing his chest like, yo, 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 unk. And he just, he just plops down and he get the crying. Louis still crying. Leon, he, he trembling crying. I'm crying. We all crying. And Jerome is just on the floor dead. Jerome just on the floor dead, y'all. And I'm just like, I, I knew, I knew something was going to happen to Uncle Rome. But I didn't think it was going to be episode six. And I didn't even think we was going to lose Kane in episode six because he was such a great villain. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, episode six, we lost Uncle Jerome mid-season. You know, Uncle Jerome... I'm like, not unk, not unk, you know, and I just got to do it one more time, y'all, like, y'all, y'all, this was Uncle Jerome, just one more time for Uncle Jerome. on this show the emotion it brings out of you oh my god y'all I don't even know where we go from here cause now we done lost Kane we, we done lost Uncle Jerome so I'm thinking from here on out it's gonna be straight bloodshed and war going forward with Franklin and Teddy because I'm like, I did not expect to lose Uncle Jerome mid-season. I didn't. That one hurt. Because he never wanted to be in the game. You know, and Louie is just selfish. And I'm about to play the trailer for next week. I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. Y'all know how I get about Snowball. <laughs> they are doing a magnificent job with season six. You can tell that they took their time in the writing room and if we get to episode 10 and they keep this up this will go down as one of the best shows in this genre it's so realistic it's so real 
And it can't be any happy endings if they want to keep it realistic because it wasn't any happy endings in this world, you know? Um, But yeah, like Uncle Jerome was a pivotal character. Everybody loved Uncle Jerome, you know? So that one hurt. That one hurt. So we about to see how Louie acts. We already see who she's blaming. So we'll see where that goes. And wait till Mama Sissy finds out. All right, y'all. Don't go anywhere because I'm about to play the trailer for next week. We'll briefly talk about that. And then I have a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Budden style. And this sleeper is dedicated straight to the character of Louie. But shout out to Angela uh, Lewis because she plays the hell out of this role. Shout out to the whole cast and crew. All of them. I mean, they all do a magnificent job. So here is the trailer for next week. Tomorrow, I put my husband in the ground. And I got Franklin to thank for that. I need a half a million. What's it for? The price of freedom. Walk away from this. All right, that episode is called Colonel House. Man, it looked like Louis gonna be blaming everything on Franklin and be on a vengeance path. It looked like her and Mama Sissy might come head to head. I'm thinking that's who she was talking about when she said nobody leaving here with clean hands. Mama Sissy gonna hurt when she hear about when she hear about Jerome. It even showed her like pushing Franklin hands off of her. Ain't no telling how this funeral scene gonna go because Teddy already said Franklin is not stupid enough to show his face. But if anybody wanna catch Franklin, they know everybody gonna be at this funeral. So I don't know what kind of funeral this going to be, but everybody going to be there. Leon going to run into Big Dion. Um, Teddy going to be able to find Franklin. It, it, it's just going to be a mess. And then if Kane got any people left, because like most of them got took out, they might try to come shoot up the funeral. So it is going to be a mess. And then we're probably going to get the characters back from the Little Rock. You know, Louis Peoples come up. So I can't wait. Uh, they're they're going out with the bang like this is john singleton's legacy this was his his passion project he was really into this so i think that they're doing an amazing job um with this so i can't wait y'all i can't wait and here is my sleeper and my joke budding style this goes out to louis Get 
bad chance. Then you want the right motherfuckers called your name. Still looking for a way out. And that's okay. I can see you when it's straight. It's a way out. Keep your mind on your money. Enroll in school. And if the years pass by, you can show them boots. But you ain't trying to hit me because the stuff. You're heading for the bathroom to get tossed up. Still looking for a rich man. You dug a ditch. Got your legs up trying to get rich. I love you like a sister, but you need to switch. And that's why they called you bitch. I bet you. Goat Tupac Shakur. Wonder why they call you bitch. Man. That's off that All Lies on Me album. Thank you guys so much for tuning in each week and being on this snowfall roller coaster for me as we recap and watch the season, the final season. And um, I'll be back on all weekend because I have to do Bel Air recap and then we're going to do Power Book 2 recap as well. We're going into the weekend so I hope you guys if you get out be safe enjoy yourself and you know what I'm saying just always protect your energy and if you have anybody who's in your life um, that's the enemy to your energy you know what to do. You know what to do. Exit them out your life and you know live your life to the fullest and know the sky is the limit. Just trust the process and just go after what you want. Don't let nobody hold you back. So I'll be on all weekend. If you need to get in touch with me, the um the links are in the description. You know you can hit me up even if you just want to say what's up. That's cool too. Thank you all for the love, the support. I appreciate you guys. So if you guys have anything that you're working on, please hit me up so I can shout you out and show that love back as well. Um, after we we got we got four more episodes to go then we're gonna do a um a final episode on snowfall where we just talk about the legacy of snowfall talk about the 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 true uh events that took place around this time with the contra war with the cia um trial because they did go to trial um we'll talk about freeway rick we'll talk about the legacy of just the, what John Singleton had in mind when he started writing this and then we'll do a character breakdown of each character as well so that'll be a very special episode that I can't wait to do as well so thank you guys again and I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend I'll be on all weekend myself so 
if you just want to hit me up again please don't hesitate I promise you I don't mind just let me know that you're from the podcast I'll I'll be wanting to hear from y'all so just hit me up I hope you guys enjoyed this and it's your girl Shanice and I'm out hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice (laughs) 